Hi there, and welcome to episode 24 of the ADHD Adults. I'm James Brown, co-founder of ADHD Adult UK. And as usual, I'm joined by the single reason why this podcast isn't more professional or successful, Dr. Alex Connor. Hi, Alex. Who first do? What? You heard. It's, it's no. classic Anglo-Saxon greeting of how 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 are you faring, essentially. I, I mean, I put up with this, but what the actual fuck? It, I, what was, what was, who first do? Just hello. Fucking hell. How are you all? I'm really well, thank you, James. Really happy to be here, as always. Really happy with um, the ridiculous numbers we're getting of people listening to our nonsense. And we get I think we, loads. I think we've got officially 20 listeners now. I 20 think, listeners, I think we've yeah. We've, 20 we have, listeners. we've hit 20. That, if that Australian guy hasn't been offended by my accent. <laughs> um, I've been setting a letter. You haven't. I have. Okay. Have you? I'll play along just for it keeps you engaged yeah. and happy. I know you're simple. Oh, you've been sent a letter. Who from Al? I don't know. It's anonymous. <laughs> I, I, I say letter. It's just it's just a poorly drawn picture of you, James, with an arrow saying disappointment. But the postmark is from Kidderminster, if that means anything to you. <laughs> oh, that's actually a good one. I'll give you credit, Alan. They're normally just utter shite, but that's a good <laughs> I've one. I've got a real message. I want to read something out. I won't say it's from because it's idiosyncratic name again. Hi there, I am binge listening to your podcast, not able to do anything but just that. I'm running around the house and the headphones on, giggling, crying and cringing over the things you say, especially you probably, James. I added that. <laughs> Needless to mention, my fam thinks I've gone completely mental now. I'm episode nine and I had to write to say thanks. Thanks for reminding me of my medication, I'm not saying what for. <laughs> I haven't taken a day this year. Thanks for reminding me about the condition I have, but forgot. <laughs> I even found some meds in some random drawer and take them onto the coffee machine. <laughs> I really like that. I shall take them again, thanks to you. You might just have saved my, well, probably not my life, but certainly my organ redacted. Cheers. That was a funny letter. We really liked it. We love all the letters. We get so many and we really genuinely read them all and try and respond to every single one. And we're super grateful. We are. We are and I'm going to start taping things to my coffee machine yeah. if it's a working coping strategy <clears throat> so thank you for that message um and thank you al for actually providing an entertaining uh, letter from robert from kidderminster this week <laughs> you've, up, you've upped your game there lad haven't you so as yeah. usual um the sham of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts we pick a theme last episode we talked about adhd and sleep or lack of it in my case and this time we're going to talk about a topic which the answer is a resounding yes it could be the shortest podcast ever and i'm pretty sure that all of our 20 listeners are going to go yes when they hear that <laughs> but it, it's still unbelievably asked by not just like people in the street or on twitter but even by some psychiatrists and that question is is adhd real yeah so the three parts of the po <laughs> the three parts of the podcast include evidence-based psychoeducation or something that kind of looks a bit like that because Alex delivers it. Our personal reflections on what the theme of his ADHD or his adult ADHD reel uh, means to us. And then the final bit will be some top tips, um, which we think are worth considering if you get into the type of conversation about ADHD being real. So as usual, the psychoeducation monkey is going to get us kicked off. Uh, Alex, I've got ADHD. Obviously, you're just a failure. Yeah. Um, but why are we asking if it's it's real? Isn't that a stupid question? 
we're 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 asking is ADHD real, James? Because it's still being asked in a nutshell. James and I started doing these podcasts, well, to show off, <laughs> but also also because we hear loads of things about what helps and what doesn't from the community, and we've, we we read science occasionally, and we wanted to explore the evidence for all the different bits of advice you get everywhere, especially on the internet, for what helps and what doesn't. And the second reason we we started it was there is so much stigma associated with ADHD and with having it. A lot of it is very subtle. The stigma includes people from all walks of life questioning the very existence of ADHD, and that is a fair question. It may be that actually there isn't just one ADHD, it might be a collection of different things. We don't know what future psychiatrists will discover, but what people actually mean is we're not different, that the things that happen to us are just normal human things that everyone does, and we don't get them more. And and actually, it's just an excuse for 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 not wanting to do things, for being lazy and for poor behaviour. So is that is there is there any validity to that argument? Because everyone does some of the things that we do, but they just happen to us a lot more, don't they? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly where the stigma and the idea comes from. There's a massively overcomplicated phrase I use whenever James will let me, that ADHD <laughs> is a disorder at the extremes of a mental continuum. I love saying it. <laughs> I hate you. You know, everyone hates you, actually, Alex. <laughs> everyone. I know, but say it with me, James. <laughs> it's a disorder with the extreme of a mental continuum. I'm not, I'm not saying it. It's, it's right up there with splitting research into evidence of absence and absence of evidence. I like saying that as well. You I do, love saying these sorts of science. I also like saying diplodocus, James. What's the, just, just remind me of the one that I really fucking hate, that I really hate, the, the, the wildness thing that you say. Oh, the peaceful wildness. Peaceful fucking wildness. Jesus Christ. Honestly. So an extreme of mental... <laughs> what, what, what it means, extreme of mental continuum, is if you compare someone who's super tall or super short, that's an extreme of a physical continuum. Height, right? So some people are short. Most people are somewhere in the middle. So everything that we struggle with affects everyone, but not as much. In the same way that if you're really, really short, there'll be a lot of challenges to you in life that... You know, everyone struggles to reach something sometimes, but for people who are particularly short, it's it can be it's incredibly physically problematic. So let's get into into this. This is ADHD real. The reason of the stigma is because it is at the extremes of mental continuum. But there is so much evidence that your ADHD is real, but we are saying it because it seems we have to. James, are you ready for a list of boring things the evidence says we struggle with? Not if you're delivering it, no. Distraction, sitting still, rejection, sensitivity, interruptions, concentrating on important tasks, maintaining relationships, stopping talking, stopping thinking about stuff, stopping physically doing stuff. There are so many of these, James. I can't go on. <laughs> Fuck for that, because I was <laughs> already already at the point of trying to cut in and just say something uh, that wasn't you talking. Yeah, fair. So, for me... <laughs> For me, this is, this is now a disorder. There's enough evidence out there. It's a disorder that has clearly identifiable neurological and genetic origins. So you can scan the brains of adults with ADHD and you can see 
whether it's without getting into the science of it, the anatomical changes in areas of the brain, like the prefrontal cortex, where we know there are issues um, with executive function. And you can see how that's normally smaller in people with ADHD. You can scan the activity of the brain using special functional MRIs, and they show that areas of the brain in adults with ADHD are less active, again, largely the prefrontal cortex. So, so we know that there is ev evidence, like hard evidence, that our brains are different. Um, and it's easier actually to see this in ADHD than it is in other mental health disorders. And that's the thing that really fucking winds me up is that yeah. there, are, there aren't a lot of people out there saying, oh, you know, is, is schizophrenia real? That's accepted. You know, there, there are, although people, there's a lot of stigma about almost every mental health issue. Not many people say, well, is depression real? And yet we get all the time, it seems, um, you know, is ADHD real? I was just about to say, my dad does, but then I realised that he might be listening, so I won't say that as a joke. <laughs> you're, you're completely right, James. And I think the issue is that it's the the, the smaller brains, the smaller grey matter, the effects on the different uh, reward systems, they're, they're done on population, so it's not yet diagnostic. So you can't look at my brain and go, well, that's 10% smaller, he's got ADHD. It doesn't work like that. There is literally, as you well know, no test that is diagnostic for it. And until there is we're going to, I think, face this. But despite the fact that we can see all these things, we face a really unfair stigma. The term ADHD may, might need a tweak to the definition. Yeah. It certainly needs a new bloody title. But the upshot is that if you take the group that are diagnosed with ADHD, they comfortably fit into a category with worse social, financial, and physical outcomes than the rest of the population, unless they're treated, supported, and cared about. So we care. That's why we do it. Do you? J James cares. Like, I'm ambivalent. Alex, <laughs> um, Alex once said that, um, that we do this for purely narcissistic reasons, and if we help anybody, it's a completely unintended side <laughs> effect of doing this. <laughs> we never meant to help people. <laughs> um, but yes, but no, but but I do care. Um, yeah, I think I yeah, I think I I enjoyed listening to you for once there alex particularly at the end because it's a subject that really fucking winds me up and i've yeah. got a lot of shame about this which i'll talk about in, in in part two and that takes us nicely into a break so you can stop listening to alex for a while at least 10 seconds and we'll be back in part two for personal reflections and i believe alex i believe there will be time for a game of what's james forgotten lost mislaid or whatever it's called i've, I've even forgotten the fucking name of it now um this in part is bullshit two. your bullshit see you in a bit Hello, welcome back to the ADHD Adult UK podcast. Number no, two, the name of the podcast. Name wrong. wrong again, again. Jeez, <laughs> it's not a hard job, particularly when it's written down. Oh, let's just leave it. Is ADHD again. real? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Shall I start again? No, just carry on. But just to remind you, it's called the ADHD Adults now. And has been for some months. Some months, yeah. We are discussing, is ADHD real? And it seems weird to have personal reflections on top tips on a philosophical psychiatric concept, but I think it's quite important. James, you said before the break, this is this is something that's really important to you. Why? Um, a couple of reasons, <clears throat> really. First of all, 
I've got I've got a lot of kind of guilt and shame around this. So when you first phoned me up seven or so years ago and told me that you'd been diagnosed with ADHD, um, my, honestly, yeah, yeah, on, honestly, my first thought was, why is he calling me? I, I won't answer. But my second thought when I answered the phone. <laughs> <laughs> my second my second thought when i answered the phone was well i don't get adhd and yeah. i have and had at the time a phd in biomedical science and did at the time and kind of do now teach neurophysiology so i'm aware of the anatomy and function of the brain and it's fucking embarrassing al to think that somebody with yeah. that level of knowledge about how our brains work genuinely did not know that adults could have ADHD. I thought it was something, this is so stereotypical, it's something that boys get and they grow out of it and it's associated with being hyperactive and poorly <clears throat> behaved, etc. So um, if I didn't know, and I'm very clever, Al, I mean, I mean, I've, I've, got, I've got an IQ of at least 80, I reckon. Yeah, it's well up in the 80s. It's well up, well up in the 80s, possibly. So if, if I didn't know somebody that had a degree and a PhD and was teaching neurophysiology, etc., then how are the general population going to know? Yeah. It's, it's understandable that the people might think, well, no, that's, a, that's something that kids get, something that boys get. So I, I literally had no idea it existed. The other... The other thing that I have lots of guilt and shame about is that before my diagnosis, a, a colleague of mine, Eric, I've, we've spoken about before, um, got into a Twitter argument with a popular polemicist. We'll call him Peter Hitchens because that's his real fucking name. And he um, argued with Eric about whether ADHD was real. And I stood by and watched and didn't get involved. And... And at the time, Eric was presenting him with lots of studies showing the kinds of things we've talked about in difference in brain activity and recorded difference in brain size. And I didn't help him largely because I don't know. I just, I suppose, didn't feel I knew enough. And I thought, hey, you've got to go with this massive platform, this right wing fuckwit who is sharing on this massive platform this inflammatory statement that well adhd isn't real it's all made up it's an excuse for people's laziness blah 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 and i didn't leap to eric's defense and i'm mm. ashamed about that but i'd say what i'd love to rekindle that argument at some point um or that conversation shall i put it that way i get that people i honestly do get that people were unaware of the existence but it not being real I don't get that. I honestly don't get why somebody, if they were presented with, with information of how clearly different our behavior is and how treatment works, how someone would, would not just go from, I don't know it exists to, oh, right, okay, it exists. But, but people genuinely thinking it's not real, I don't get that. The closest I've come in, other than the, in this Twitter conversation I didn't get involved with is the, oh, I do that you know, uh, comments from very well-meaning people who probably think that they're um, showing solidarity by saying, oh, yeah, I've, you know, I forget where I put my keys, etc." but don't realize that, that sometimes those comments can diminish us. And that's very different. People not really knowing what ADHD is and, and, and feeling they, they do the things that you do in a way that they're trying to build bonds but can diminish us is very different. So for, for me, it's... Um, 
it's a real bone of contention and it really it really fucking annoys me and i know from from what i've seen on social media there are psychiatrists out there now that don't believe it's real yeah and that's just it's frankly astonishing we're not talking about people who think intellectually about the concepts and maybe it's a different disorder or maybe it's a collection it's people that literally dis- dismiss what we're going through and what we're suffering right yeah I really like it when people say, oh, I do that. And you're related to them and your brain's going, well, mate. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason you do it every day, you daft bastard. (laughs) Sorry, Jules. Sorry if you're listening. (laughs) What about you, Alex? Do you have have any personal reflections? Do you know what? The first half of saying, and I hate myself for this, everything you said I really relate to and and, and like hearing it was, I know. Yeah. I think, James, my perspective is that humans in general like simple answers to complex problems, and simple answers to complex problems are usually also wrong. Mm. We're a pretty reactive species as well. My first thoughts are often intolerant and emotional. That's why we have second thoughts, right? I often think, oh, why did they do that? And then actually I have to go, oh, remember, that's, it's more complicated than that. And so with ADHD, it's the same thing. People are like, oh, this is a new thing that can't exist because how can people be different that they are so the the stigma and the evidence we we didn't have evidence for a long time that this existed especially in adults my mum god bless her she feels guilty about not spotting it a disorder that didn't exist in you know in terms of of having a formal diagnosis mm. and it certainly didn't exist in utoxita in the 1980s and 90s she did tell me recently, James, that I knew something wasn't right with you. <laughs> it was quite a slap in the face from your own mum. But she was right. And I knew, you know, I knew this all along. I have coaching clients. Uh, what Somebody recently said, said, just growing up, I just knew my brain wasn't right. And it's, it's hard when you know that. I think it's possible that we've got quite a lot wrong. I think there might be different causes of ADHD, trauma, collagen issues with some people, other brain stuff we don't know about. And we might be bundling it all together based on a Venn diagram of similarity of experience. But we need a hell of a lot more evidence to separate it. What what I absolutely know is that sharing our experiences and not feeling like other people and not being able to do what other people can do in the normal day-to-day stuff helps. And learning strategies to live in a neurotypical world are incredibly bloody helpful to me mm. and to you, James, and to l- all the people that email us every single day that we know we can't do this stuff and we've never been able to do it and we felt the shame and stigma for it. And that's because ADHD is real. It is. Um, well said, Al. Fucking hell, we're complimenting each other. The whole business model's gone, hasn't it? <laughs> Not a business, not not sure why I said that, but still. What? I make a fortune from this. Oh, that's true. Maybe from Big Mattress. That was last week. Only modelling for for catalogs. Round the face of... Disfigured in car accidents. I'm not sure what catalogue that would be, but it's a a niche job for you, Al. Just to... I I wanted to comment on one thing which I find interesting and funny is the whole you know it's a new disease you know we didn't have this one when yeah when i was a kid yes we fucking did hippocrates yeah. wrote about it it was written yeah. about first formally scientifically in the 18th century um, um most of the of the of the of the understanding of it being in the brain happened after encephalitis broke out in america in the earliest 20th century and adhd symptoms were found in adults so it has been around probably for you know as long as, as we've been 
humans and it's not new it's just that we we now have a diagnosis and that that's one of the things that annoys me agree well, yeah um uh, uh, so according to the script um, yeah it says that sadly we don't have the energy for our latest game of Watch James Lost or Forgotten this week, but I've got fucking bags of it, mate, as long as you don't get it right. So um, we've got another game for you. Again, I've kept it simple because you're simple. Um, we all know that my kryptonite is, Alex. You don't look at the Instagram post. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yes, making. Oh, the tea thing. That's my crypt. That's my. So I was trying to find something that I could say that wouldn't earn me a a spell in prison. (laughs) 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 Certainly earn me one. Anyway, so this is this is a tea-based question. Um, So, how many attempts did it take for me to make a cup of tea this morning? And it's very simple. Actually, you've got three options. Option one is three attempts. Option two is five attempts. And option three is I never made it. Uh, that's good. So bearing in mind last week's strategy worked of thinking of ways to be mean to you. You've just come up with three numbers, so I can't. It's not easy to. Yeah, to... I've I've reflected oh, no. on I've reflected on your choice of strategy and made sure you can't use it because I don't want you winning. So I'm going to say, frankly, I'm not convinced you can count to five. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> That three, three times. Never made it, James. Saying never made it. Oh, two out of two. Boom, boom. You're on, you're on a roll, Alex, aren't you? I'm gonna drop Mike. Yeah, yeah. No, I never made it. So put the tea bag in the cup and put it under the automatic boiling water dispenser, and then just fuck off, fucked off, and left it and. Uh, quite a while later. So I I week, I've, I've come home from work and my morning cup of tea was just my cup yeah. with a tea bag in and nothing. And I've that's some twice this week to me. Yeah. Well, that means I think you've got nine out of something. Yeah, it's double if figures anyone, next week. If anyone know if anyone knows, let us know because we haven't got a clue how many he's scored. If you're not watching on YouTube, Alex just did the most ridiculous and pathetic victory dance I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, so shit he's getting these right i've got to make these harder thank you for that join us in the final part of the podcast um where we'll give you some tips on maybe how to deal with conversations around is adhd real see you in a bit welcome back to episode 24 of the adhd adults podcast we've been talking about is adhd real this part three is where we discuss top tips. Is that possible, James? Can we talk about no. top tips for is ADHD real? It's it's not easy, is it? But what what how how do you deal with it? How do you deal with the fucking annoyance of having to not mm. just have a disability, but justify it to knobheads? I think that yeah, that, that's that's probably a better a better name for part three. How to justify your ADHD to knobheads? Um, <laughs> but but these but in a way, there are tips to, that can help you do that. Obviously, and this is why psychoeducation is so important even when delivered by somebody as poor at it as you um it's important because you need to understand your adhd not just for that emotional acceptance of it but equally to inform and engage with people around you so a a tip i suppose is to is to learn is to read is to find out 
facts and evidence about ADHD, the kind of shit that we put out there on social media and in these awful, terrible podcasts Mm -hmm. is the information that can actually arm you. So that if you ever do come across somebody that says, no, I don't think it's real, or I think we all do that, et cetera, um, you get the opportunity to have a discussion. And I know it's difficult because we often do not control our emotions well, but if you do get into that situation, just try and be as fact-based and objective as possible. You can go out and advocate them. You can talk to your colleagues, your family members, your friends, unless, like Alex, you don't have any. When you're armed with this information, um, and that information is evidence-based as opposed to opinion-based, you can effectively help people understand the general public understand that it, it, it is a real disorder that it has a real impact on our lives and our families and our loved ones so really my tip is to is to try and learn as much while you're going through that process of learning about adhd for yourself learn about it for other people and share that information if you're happy to obviously disclose you've got adhd or if you feel that you have it and you don't have a diagnosis and you're that's sort of still fine but you're, you're happy to talk about it is go out there and, and share information is challenge people if you if you feel up to it if they do say that it's it's not real and again it's it's odd that you just don't see other um you know you don't see other neurodiverse disorders you don't see people saying dyslexia isn't real you don't see people um saying that um, autistic spectrum conditions aren't real for example it's just it's weird that adhd has this has this thing about it so talk to people talk to your family your employers your friends get it on people's radar what about you, Al? I mean, normally our tips for ADHD are very different, aren't they, yours and mine? Because yours are terrible and mine are good. Yeah, yeah. But objectively, I, objectively bad tips normally. Yeah, they are. And yet, I, everything you've said is what I was going to say, really, is what I wanted to say <laughs> is, is psychoeducation. Talk about it with people you trust. And if you have social power, James and I do now. We're relatively successful half men <laughs> and so we we are prepared to talk to people who we don't trust about it because because we're in a, we, we are fantastically lucky and grateful massively privileged to 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 not be at threat you know socially or professionally so we do I've been warned so many times not to disclose my ADHD from people, very well-meaning people that that love me, James. They do, <laughs> but the best decision I ever made was to was to um, was to co-found this charity and, and start this podcast. Although the worst decision was to do it with you, it, it led. <laughs> there were no consequences for that so if you have social power please please use it that's the tip if you don't you talk to people you trust and explain how it feels to you because all the different facts and the psychoeducation we do are debatable they are arguable they can be challenged but how you feel about your adhd that is inarguable that cannot be challenged it's actually the only thing that's fact so that's my tip as, uh, just just to add to that i should have thought of this before but i think that's a really good point but but the other thing is to not care if somebody says it's not real cunts are going to be cunts let, let them do that just just you know it doesn't matter if other people don't think it's real unless they are your they are able to affect your life like an employer or like a partner if you see something on social media you might want to jump in and challenge it which is what i do but the healthy thing to do is 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 not get engaged with somebody whose mind you're not going to change and some people you're not so sometimes it's just a case of letting people who are 
useless um, and thick carry on being that way (laughs) absolutely educate if you can but if you can't just sometimes you can't change people's opinions no it's absolutely right i I believe you you have incredibly um uh technical and modern product recommendation of the week for us alex is that correct i have it's changed my life um if you don't know this we do write a sort of laughable script which is just bullet points actually of things we wanted to talk about and i couldn't think of a product recommendation so it just says Chairs, sit in chairs, for all your thinking <laughs> needs. But th- and then I realised there's something this week that really I use all the time, and it's it's <laughs> it's a metal spike on a stick. If what you, you use it for, I use it for. I've got two. I've got two of them. I can't see the Lord. I I use it for sticking my recent receipts, and and when I get a you know a new thing with the instructions, <laughs> can't remember the word. Like a like a thing that you have instructions yeah. for. Stick it on there. It's got a hole in it. I don't care. But it means that everything's in the same place. It's not all in 12 different drawers labeled receipts. And like when something, I find this invaluable. Yeah. Or equally, chair, James. Or, or chair. chair. Equally as well, you can probably stick it in your bum bum and get some pleasure from it, can't you, Al? <laughs> the, the receipts or the spike? <laughs> Both. Both. Well, right, thank you for that, Al. I, actually, I like the idea. I've got a tub, but a spike works. Well, yeah. I suppose. Good on you, mate. So that was episode 24. I can't believe we've done 24 episodes. No one stopped yeah. us yet, Alex. Nobody's put this thing to a halt. Um, no. Episode 24 of the ADHD Adults, where we talked about the, the conversation, if you like, is ADHD real? As usual, if you've got any questions, please get in touch via the socials at ADHD Adult UK. If you've got any ideas for future podcasts, um, then we're always uh, willing to hear from you. Until then, until next time, see you. Bye, all. <laughs>